This is Ghana Talks Radio, the best station rock in the nation. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good evening and welcome to the evening news on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this evening, USAG bemoans delay in loan disbursement for students. Emulate Asante Hines fight against Galamse, Shiraj tells Chiefs. Bono region, Gosu Krontihine found dead. And in other stories, minority reschedules protests against Bank of Ghana governor. This business sports and showbiz is coming in this evening's bulletin the news will be read by awintemi akansukum now the details the leadership of the university students association of ghana USA has expressed grave concern regarding the persistent delays in dispersing educational loans. USAC pointed out that these delays have continued to disrupt the academic activities of students who heavily rely on these funds to finance their education. The association firmly believes that the ongoing delays in dispersing student loans undermines the very purpose for which the loan scheme was established. The organization emphasized that given the current economic conditions, the government plays a crucial role in financially supporting students for their education. Dr. Christian Intifo Addison, president of the University Students Association of Ghana, has called upon the government to allocate more dedicated funds to support the education of Ghanaian youth. During its 22nd Annual Delegates Congress in Kumasi, USAC also urged the government to create more job opportunities for the growing number of graduates. The Chief Executive Officer of the Driver and Vehicle Licensing Authority, DVLA, Mr. Kwesi Ajiman Buzia, who served as a guest speaker at the event, discussed the, the partnership between the DVLA and academia. He indicated that the DVLA was also rolling out innovations that will enhance service delivery at its offices across the country. The DVLA also aims to empower students with innovative solutions that are currently under development. The Congress was themed harnessing student potential for economic revitalization and national progress. Now, in other stories, the Minority Caucus has rescheduled its planned protests against the governor of the Bank of Ghana, Dr. Ernest Addison, and his deputies for September 12, 2023. Demands for the resignation of the central bank's governor and his deputies intensified after the bank recorded a 60.81 billion Ghana cities loss in the 2022 fiscal year. The protest march is to call for the resignation of the governor and his deputies as a result of their gross mismanagement of the central bank, which has occasioned an unprecedented loss of 60.8 billion cities and a negative equity of 5.1 billion cities, illegal printing of over 80 billion cities, and in the midst of these crises, this reckless team is building a head office 
at a cost of, of over $250 million when the Public Procurement Authority initially recommended $81 million. We wish to call on Ghanaians to remain resolute in the fight to protect our constitutional rights to demonstrate and hereby assure them that the march to the Bank of Ghana will certainly take place on Tuesday, 12 September 2023. The statement further assured Ghanaians. Now, the Commission on Human Rights and Administrative Justice, Shiraj, has urged traditional leaders across the country to follow the example of the Asantehene Otunfo Osetitu II in his fight against illegal mining, popularly known as Kalamsei. According to Shiraj, Asantehene's decision to distill chiefs involved in Galamsey should be commended. Speaking at a forum in Kumasi, Deputy Commissioner of Shiraj Mercy Labi said the fight against Galamsey can be won if all chiefs act like the Asantehene. Asantehene Otunfo Osetitu II has distilled at least five chiefs in the full glare of the public for misconducting themselves. The reason for their dissolvement include their involvement in illegal mining activities, popularly known as Galamsey, abandonment of soil and land issues. These chiefs include Antoahine Nana Owusu Ajiman I, who was distilled in May for sidestepping the Asantehene and delegating his nephew to take his position, while Kuasuhene Nana Nketia Bampong was distilled in June following an alleged payment of 120,000 cities made to him to secure a vacant decross tool at Kwaso and was also alleged to have been involved in the sale of multiple lands. The Bekwai Abundomhene Nana Saforo Koto was distilled in August as a result of charges against him regarding his sale of lands to illegal miners. Nkosohini Nana Osei Tiri II was distilled for disrespecting a ruling the Asantehene had made on land litigation and the Abontimhene Nana Kweku Dia III was distilled on Monday, August 21. Now in other stories, the lifeless body of Nanayen Shirakojo Kuma, the Krontihene of Goso traditional area in the Bono region, has been discovered in a bush near the town. The discovery has thrown the entire Goso township into a state of mourning. The Ahafu Regional Police Command has begun investigations into the incident. The body has been deposited at the Goso Government Hospital Mortuary. Richard Kobuna Ejapong, son of the late chief, in an interview indicated that from the eyewitness they found him under a certain tree. He was lying prostrate, but he was lifeless. His clothes were not torn. There was no blood anywhere. There was no evidence of struggle or anything. There was nothing like that. The body is at the Gosso Government Hospital and the police have been involved. The police are investigating the cause of death. Now moving to business, economist Dr. Patrick Esumin is optimistic Ghana would be able to receive the second tranche of $600 million from the International Monetary Fund IMF after the review of the bailout program later in September. A visiting team from the fund is expected to arrive in Ghana to assess the country's eligibility for the second disbursement. 
Ghana received the first tranche of $600 million on May 19 as part of the $3 billion extended credit facility secured from the fund to restore macroeconomic stability. Dr. Esuming believes Ghana has been able to make the resilient economic reform to stand the chance of receiving the second tranche. The government is also hopeful to receive the disbursement of the second tranche of 600 million cities when the team visits Ghana. Although other financial analysts have emphasized the need for government to work to meet its structural benchmarks, Dr. Azumin believes government is on course to unlocking the next disbursement. Now moving to some sports, Dreams Football Club Administrative Manager Amin Oshado has bemoaned the lack of a push from the Ghanaian football clubs to promote spectatorship at games. He said this in an interview with the media when he talked extensively on the key subjects that continues to affect the Bet Power Ghana Premier League. Aside financial challenges, the league continues to be rocked by empty venues and the Ghana Football Association GFA has been fingered as the guilty party. However, Shadow believes Ghanaian football clubs need to do more to improve the dire situation at the stadiums. Dreams FC won the MTN FA Cup last season and recently lost 1-2 to Betpal League champions Mediema at the Cape Coast Stadium. Now on to some showbiz, socialite Hadja For Real has disclosed that she will start talking very soon because enough is enough. She stated this in a series of cryptic messages she posted on Snapchat ahead of her next court appearance on September 23, 2023. She wrote, It always seems impossible until it is done. Hmm. If I start talking at the right time, I will talk. Enough is enough. It is however not known who she was talking to or what she was referring to. However, some people believe it has something to do with her court case in the USA. Hadja For Real, otherwise known as Mona Faiz Montage or Mona For Real, is currently facing a trial in the US for allegedly involving in a fraud case. She was arrested in the UK in November 2022 and was extradited to the United States of America over her alleged involvement in a $2 million romance scam targeting older single Americans. US federal prosecutors said the 30-year-old musician appeared in Manhattan Federal Court Monday, May 15, for her alleged involvement. She was reportedly granted bail under alleged house arrest conditions. The last time she was on Instagram was on her birthday, where she told her fans she was coming to Ghana very soon, which suggests that she had hope of gaining her freedom very soon. There have been speculations that Hajia for real's jail term will be reduced and some charges will be redrawn if she names the big fishes in the alleged enterprise she is allegedly part of. And that's it with the evening's news on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can also download the GTR app from your App Store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Temi Akansukum. And I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good evening. Thank mm-hmm. you.
Ghana Talks Radio, number one.